0: Hello, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Dad's What He Said. Uh, Today, I am going to spend most of my time staring out the window here at work. Uh, I'm at work alone today, and uh, it's a little gloomy, a little rainy outside, and that's okay. I think that I can keep myself occupied. I know that staring at my phone over and over again is not going to help, but... Let me tell you a little bit about what I am doing here. So, I'm a dad. Uh, you know, title of the podcast there was the implied part. And as a dad, I feel that maybe not always, uh, maybe we're not always heard the right way, even though, you know, everyone's always uh, on again about, you know, dads being strict and whatnot. It seems a... Nowadays, nobody really uh, listens to dad, Uh, interestingly enough. Maybe it's just my experience. Uh, But, you know, I have kind of heard similar things from, you know, other dads uh, roughly about my age, which would be in my mid-30s. And uh, so I guess, you know, I've been a single dad for a long time. And uh, I've got a daughter. And, you know, I've spent most of my time just raising her I'd say alone, not that the mother's not there. I just mean like we haven't had a really good co-parenting relationship. So, you know, when she's with her mother, her mother takes care of her. When she's with me, I take care of her. Excuse me. But there's not a whole lot of uh, co-parenting, like I said. So single dad. Um, But, you know, even in that regard, uh, I'd say, you know, taking care of my kid for, uh you know over five something years you know she's a little bit older than that but you know on my own uh within that time frame there's still not a whole lot of respect when it comes to what i have to say or my opinion uh, from her mother mostly and then i'd say it kind of trickles down that mentality uh, and it kind of goes from there so you know even just being with my daughter uh, out and about shopping and whatnot. It's never really dad with daughter as much as, you know, I'm watching my kid or I'm babysitting my kid. Uh, it's really interesting the way, I guess, society or, you know, uh, society in America views dads currently at this day and age. I, you know, I think there's a lot of progress that's been made from the at work all the time dad and the you know the stay-at-home mom i think you know a lot has changed you know in the 50 plus years i'd say since that was a big thing you know i think like with our grandparents and stuff you know the nine to five the you know american working class sort of mentality about families and that has really changed a lot it's good there's a lot of different families uh very diverse very integrated and very uh just different than than what you would picture and that's fantastic so with that change comes change in parental responsibility and the I guess influence each parent has in a certain way kind of fluctuates depending on your family background or how that hierarchy is established uh you know you know, listen to mom, listen to dad, etc., or any other parent. Uh, not to be exclusive, uh, attempt to be inclusive, but I do apologize if I don't uh, use every chance that I get to add every pronoun and whatnot. So just be aware that I am including every aspect of the family rainbow. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, That exists. So um, but, you know, as a dad, I I think a lot um, that I'm trying to express here and try to give other, I'd say, like minded um, guys, uh, dads, um, parents, you know, a voice and not to oversaturate with the, you know, volume of, you know, uh, men need their little safe space to. Uh, soapbox people it's not really that this is more of a place where I am trying to create a dialogue to allow other fathers and parents who may struggle and or feel that way to speak out vent uh, share because I'd love to hear back I'd love to hear people share um, their stories their their family uh, intricacies and, and you know things that they may feel unheard um or not listen to because it's like i hear you but i'm not listening or you know however that kind of saying goes so this is more at this point just me getting the stuff off my chest because it's uh, a struggle and you know let's go back to me a little bit so i have an older uh child and and a younger child they're both girls um the oldest child uh i've been involved in her life from day one uh her mother and i separated at a younger age but you know trying to co-parent 50 50 i've been there the whole time uh as much as i've been allowed you can't see my little air quotes allowed i say um due to the lack of co-parenting like I previously mentioned. And my youngest daughter, uh, we actually just met recently within this past year. Um, I have known about her since her mother became pregnant. Um, Things worked out to me not being there. Um, That's a longer, well not a longer story, but a, a story I can go into at another point in time. So bringing us to present day, I have the two daughters currently I'm with the mother of my youngest daughter and we have a nice little family thing going and so my youngest daughter's mother has two other kids from two other men her two other kids are also girls so I I'm living with four little girls, well, not little girls, but four girls, and it's a wide range from four years old to like 13, 14, somewhere in there, and they're all within that age group. So with my experience, uh, uh, there's a lot of development and change going on in my household, at the exact same time between any one of these young ladies and it's great honestly it's great because each one of them kind of gets to see (laughs) where they're gonna be or where they've been and it's not too far off in age to where they're disconnected uh you know it's, it's like oh my god i'm gonna go through that in like two or three years you know says one to the other and it's like yeah they're all kind of in that uh, age range (laughs) where they can kind of get a little insight into their future selves, which is kind of nice. It it really helps, um, for, for a guy like for a dad, you know, for somebody who's uh, around uh, girls all the time and may not necessarily feel that he knows what to say or knows what to do. It's good to have a couple of the kids to be within a a close enough age group to kind of help kind of just be like, look, (laughs) <laughs> look at your sister, that's what you have to look forward to it makes it easier, sometimes but, you know, I mean, I, I try to be a little bit more involved in that uh, as well, so um, there will be a lot of me forgetting where I was going so I do that, so um, going back, I guess to do, 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 backtrack, where it was I? I do not remember, but okay, so this was uh, trying to get a little bit more of a voice when it comes to parenting. Okay. And I was just kind of explaining a little bit more about my background. Yes, there we go. Thank you. Figured it out. And so having the four girls, it's, it's a big jump for me. Cause, uh, up until this past year, I was single for like five or six years. Like I said, single dad, raising my oldest daughter alone, um, the daughter, uh, my daughter's mother, and my younger child, her and I haven't communicated or anything in five, six years plus. So this is all new, very random. This is not everybody's day-to-day typical family life or family story, and you know that's good because it's unique. We're all unique, and and we shouldn't excuse me necessarily look for something that's similar. Uh, to our situation when we're trying to understand our situation because I think we lose um, sight of some of the struggles we may have if we're looking to emulate something similar to us because we're not as similar as we assume on the outside when it comes to family. So a lot of this isn't... Hey, do it like this. Hey, do it like this. A lot of this is just sharing the stories, sharing our experiences, taking away what we can, finding the things that resonate with us, hearing the parts that are similar in our experiences, taking that information, interpreting it, In a way that's going to benefit you and your family. Don't do what everyone else is trying to do. Learn from what they're doing. Create your own actions and implement them. In your daily life. As a parent and as a father. Okay, so. Not advice sharing community stories. Um, that's, that's what I want to try to get out of this. Cause you know, again, it's, you don't really get to hear everybody's, uh, story without going to like some sort of support group or whatnot. And Hey, you know, there's a podcast, you listen to it and it's there, it's convenient. It's for you. And there's, a, this is a place where the feedback is welcome. Um, if, if you want to share and you want me to share, In an episode, I will do that if it's something that will benefit you. There's a lot of uh, feelings and emotions that I think guys don't really get to talk about, and especially when it comes to being a parent, I think we have to kind of reevaluate how we express those. And I don't think we really should feel that way. But I do know that as a male who grew up in... I'd say a toxic environment. I don't want to say toxic masculinity um, because I'm not that guy. I guess you would, a lot of people that know me just, I'm not. But the ideas of the masculinity, very rampant in my upbringing. Uh, But I try to stay away from that. So point being, I I don't close off in that, you know, oh, I'm not going to express myself. I am a Pisces and I'm an artist. So, um, tad bit over expressive sometimes. However, when it comes to parenting, it is helpful with the young children being able to be open and to express yourselves because they are learning to express themselves as well. And, you know, this is for dads. And some of this is common sense. Some of this we know. But a lot of these things we say we know and we don't practice or we don't implement them or we don't do them. We don't show these things. We know them inside, but saying we know doesn't convince anyone else unless we show it so you know when you get mad at the kid or something it has to be intentional there has to be a reason it can't just be like stop it don't do that and if you're yelling and stuff you, you're you know you're scared and the kid and you don't give them an explanation, that's not helpful. That's not beneficial. Yes, we get short tempered, but, you know, it's like, hey, don't do that. You can't do that because I would appreciate it if you didn't do that because give them a reason and an explanation. It's for their benefit. It's for their safety. They need to learn. And then if they do it again, they know, you know, and it's it's I don't know. it's kind of like, you know, hey, that's hot. Don't touch it. They touch it. It burns like I told you not necessarily to that extreme but so you know these smaller examples are kind of a day-to-day thing that we don't really think about you know uh i bring that up just because like you know my dad wasn't there growing up and in these small little learning moments you think about like who is there and stuff and it's like and you know, all my you know i grew up really close to my my cousin or my grandpa or you know my grandparents or something you know or my mom and whatnot it's you know that person that you're close to taught you those little Uh, lessons and those small things that you don't really think about and so as a dad you want to be there you want to be active you want to be engaged you don't need to be in charge or in control to teach and raise your kid you know it's again you know if you're trying to teach them not to do something you don't have to get mad first yell and then explain you can approach it in a calm manner that's going to allow them to engage with you first listen first before they shut down because kids don't want to listen to their parents and if you yell at them you know they're going to not listen even more so common sense but it's practice you got to actually do that so um that for me is one of the biggest things that I work on, because I know growing up, you know, my dad, when he was around, was very strict and and fucking do it, goddammit, or I'm going to put your head through the fucking wall. Maybe not always that extreme, but that's how I remember it. And apparently that's the way some of my dad's brothers remember it too it's like your dad was always so fucking mad always raging at you kids yelling his fucking head off like it was insane there was no reason for him always be at a 10 it's like yeah well yeah i know he's the one that beat me so duh you know and so you take what you you know, uh, grew up with, and you don't want to, if you know it's bad, you don't want to do it, but there's that, you know, people say that cycle and stuff like that, and it's a very easy thing to change. It's, it's behavior, it's learned, and the thing about learning is you can learn other stuff. You learn new things, you understand them, you apply them, and you affect change. It's hard until it isn't, and I know that sounds like a cop cop-out, like a very... Uh, Cliche, But the thing that I, I, I say that because for me, I felt that personally, the struggle is very hard to do. But once it happened and I guess I allowed myself, it became very easy. And it wasn't that I was fighting or wanting to fight change. It's because I didn't know any different based on my experience growing up. So I had to learn. I had to find out that there are different ways to do it. And yeah, it sucks. You know, I'm in my 30s and I'm just learning this stuff. And I think there's a lot of, you know, guys uh, about my age who are going through the same thing that didn't have a chance to learn it growing up or had very poor examples of you know, your dad or your parent or that father figure in your life, whether it be an uncle or a cousin or whatever, we didn't have great examples and those are affecting th- those things that is affecting us now. And people don't understand that about us. And it's hard to make sense of it when we don't understand ourselves because it was never something that was processed properly. It wasn't dealt with properly. And out, you know, outside of a support group or something like that, like I said, there's no real outlet, and that's what I'm here for. So let me start, I guess, with a small uh, story about myself and the situation that I'm in, and I'd like to hear back about anybody who might be in a similar situation or just wants to share, and in the next episode, I can definitely... Definitely get that out. Um, So this past year, I started seeing my younger daughter's mother. So eight years ago, we dated. And at that time, I wasn't willing to commit as much as I say. I did when it happened and we eventually broke up now two or three months let's say maybe two months after we broke up you know we slept together and she got pregnant and uh, I didn't want any part of that long story short you know it's make me sound like a dick but it was a dick move um, she had the baby, I wasn't there, and we didn't speak after that. Years later, uh, go to court for child support, see each other. I start paying child support a few years ago, and that's about the most involved I became with my child, paying child support. Uh, fast forward to a couple years ago, I had gotten a message about my daughter curious uh she's curious about how she looks and so the reason being um so i am a hispanic male i'm you know tan skin and uh, my daughter's mother is white caucasian I, i like caucasian women so very blonde very pale and my daughter is both of them look very much like me i have very strong genes so a couple of years ago, she messages me, hey, you know, your daughter's curious as to why she looks the way she does. She looks different than the rest of her siblings who are all blonde and white, you know. So, side note, that is never something that I thought about. And again, like, you know, the, these small things as a dad or as a, as a parent in general, these small little situations, they don't always address its experience so anyways the fact that that was said to me and it was never something that I had thought of was really interesting and I will tell you why in one minute after I come right back all right welcome back Now, so what I was saying before is: um, younger daughter, not in her life, her mother messages me explaining, daughter wants to know why she looks different. Had that conversation a couple years ago. Not too much came about it. And this past year, same conversation came up. Hey, Uh, she's still asking, you interested in kind of sorting this out? And I was like, yeah, totally. You can, you can tell her, you know, what's going on, uh, who I am and everything. Why? And so that starts this snowball effect, I guess. Um, she decides to tell our daughter about me. Um, uh, our daughter gets interested in meeting me. We eventually meet, um, we start to hang out, and then her mother gets interested in me. It's been seven something years. I'm not the same person, etc. I've grown, etc. Et different, this, that. And then we get back together. Now, uh, it's interesting because this six, seven years that we have not had any communication, she has been with another gentleman. I say gentleman because I'm nice. They have a kid together. That child is four. Now, you know, you all listening can take this at face value, I guess. I'm not sure what the term would be. But we stop seeing each other when my daughter is born. She starts seeing somebody else. He takes up and says, I will be dad. You know, kudos. You know, got into a relationship, you know. She has these other kids and, you know, is willing to play dad, whatnot, right on. Um, Four years later, they have a kid, or two years later, they have a kid. Two years after that, it's not working. They remain together for two years, even though they're not together. He eventually moves out. Six months later, I get a phone call. So, anyways, the reason I say that is because when you look at something like this and you look at a diverse family, there's a lot of things that you can do or say or feel to object or find issue with the situation. Now, it's funny uh, to me because, yeah, it does seem – very much like it could have happened at any point in time, uh, meeting meeting my daughter. It, I don't feel like it should have taken so long, but it, maybe it took so long because that relationship that she was in, she couldn't have it happen for whatever circumstances. Maybe. Who knows? I don't. And that's a thing, it's not really important now. Now, I will say, coming back up to today, where we stand, it, my, my relationship, um, we are living together. Um, me, my youngest daughter's mother, and the other kids, we're all living together. We're trying to start this nice little family. And the ex is very unhappy that I am there because he feels that for the past six, seven years he was just acting like a placeholder for me now I don't know what issues that man has but it does seem like an issue he should take up with her And not with me. Now, I say that because, you know, it's been expressed that he's mad at me, that he hates me, that he wants to fight me. But I haven't been around for seven years. I didn't do anything. And then my other argument is if he was any good at what he was doing, I also would still not be around. So, I could be wrong. Feel free to let me know. Feel free to tell me, please. I don't want to be a dick. And if I am, tell me. And it's a problem. People can't tell other people the truth anymore. They're too sensitive or or they do it in a bullying sort of way. You say I'm being a dick without attacking me. I can say, yes, I believe you and not be defensive. But anyways... I digress. Um, so, so that's that's the situation that I'm in now, and I am totally fine with all these little, you know, different um, little I'd say quirks, you know, that our family has because it's not important so much as what it what it came from as as much as what I want to build or what we want to build and what we want to make it. And that's the part where we come into the struggle of being heard. In my situation, I am, am coming into a, a six, seven year established, you know, family household all of a sudden and and, you know, I'm just somebody else. Uh, you know, I'm I'm the new guy. And so it's hard to walk into something like that, especially when there's so much trauma and damage that's been done. And these kids that are young have, you know, kind of gone through that these past few years, over and over again, they've seen that situation. So there's that lens of, you know, not uh, damage, but that lens of caution that, you know, this new guy is going to be that same way you know so for you know guys that are in relationships with women that have other kids and and you're you're trying to start a mixed family and stuff maybe you don't think about that maybe maybe we maybe i don't always think about that we should i, I think a lot of men don't want to go deeper so soon, without feeling like they're going too far, and I understand that. You know, you know, you, when you're starting in a relationship, you know, my, for me, mine's a little bit different because we we were together in the past, we have a kid together, and so the, so there is uh, a bond that may have been built or or, uh, history that is still there that you know can always be tapped into so it doesn't make things as as awkward when trying to establish these relationships but for somebody who isn't let's just say you know two individuals two nice people meet each other and they have kids coming into that relationship together you know um when when you're trying to say something to the mother in front of the kid or you're trying to say something to the kid in front of the mother both of them can be looking through a different lens and you know it's not about you know being walking on eggshells or anything it's but coming into the relationship and understanding where everyone else came from everyone else does have a history and so again the history isn't important to the extent of the future relationship the history is important in establishing a future relationship so again if i'm if i'm doing that wrong i don't know because it, for me it's what should work because you're trying to understand somebody else before you first you know, it's, you know, when you're in this relationship, you don't get to say I'm upset because he doesn't like me or, you know, it's not fair that, you know, you're, you know, not taking my side in these relationships. When, when, you, when you're trying to create a family and work together and be a team, you have to figure out how to communicate in the right way and, and not make it about you. Cause again, if, You're not understanding where they come from, what their history is. You could be a trigger. You could be the reason they're defensive and not even know it. You're just trying to be nice and and just being yourself. But if you don't take into account that history, you can damage your future. So the insight, I guess, comes from me trying to jump into this relationship with my daughter, you know, after not being there at all and just trying to parent and, and, you know, I have my older daughter and I've been there her whole life and I've been a constant, I've been dad. So she's a hundred percent familiar with my parenting with me and who I am. I forgot that with my younger daughter. So I came in hot. You know, hey, you know, this is, do this and, and we don't do this and whatnot. And she's just like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, and instantly defensive, instantly shut me out. And I didn't understand that. I didn't see that because I'm like, I'm your dad. Not, not in an authoritative sort of way, but like, hey, I'm your dad, you know. Um, didn't matter because she has a dad. She's had one for the past seven years. That's something else I didn't think about. Maybe we don't think about that. Maybe you're coming into a new relationship with a woman who has a kid and and she is actually divorced from that child's dad. Or maybe even the boyfriend that she was with previously has been around that young child's whole life. Now, and the reason I'm, I'm uh, picking this younger age group is just, again, my experience with my kids, they're all younger. So I don't really have the experience of dealing with teens in this sort of aspect. So this is, again, geared towards, you know, having younger kids in a relationship in your family. So uh, again, going back to my daughter, you know, my youngest daughter, when I was trying to talk about things to her or explain things to her, shut me out. Didn't want any of it. Fuck you. I don't care. Piece of shit, you know i don't think i deserve it but you know uh, i understand where the feelings are coming from um now the problem with that is everything that i was doing or am doing and am trying to do um isn't bad um and these aren't these aren't bad things that i'm trying to do the problem is that the dad that she's had for the past seven years was not a good one. Uh, he wasn't active. He wasn't uh, engaging, encouraging, loving, supporting. You know, it was he was pretending to be her dad, but he didn't care about her the right way, or 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 truly. I guess I should say, and and that's what I mean by the right way. He didn't truly. Love her. He loved her because it was part of the package. And. When he had a child with her mother. He cared more about his daughter. Than he did about mine. And he did that damage. Now these are all things that may have never happened. Or or honestly would, would never have happened if. I. Stayed. But. I I shouldn't have had to. So think about those aspects. Mm -hmm. Everyone's different. Everything's different. Everyone's life. But listening to my experience, maybe somebody has a similar experience. Maybe you're going through something like this and you didn't think about the things that I just said. And if you think about those now, maybe maybe that'll help. And that's good enough. If it'll help, if it'll give you something to think about, something you can try, it'll help. Now it's been, you know, almost a year and I'm still working on the relationship with my youngest daughter. Um, it's a slow process, but a lot of it has to come from her mother. And that is another part of the feeling heard aspect of the today's topic. I, I believe feeling heard. When I express that I need to be her father, I understand that her mother looks at me as the guy who left or did not stay seven years ago. I understand that there might be feelings of resentment and anger and frustration that may not be resolved, result. But we should have gotten past them based on getting together again. Now, I cannot change how anyone thinks. I do not know how anyone thinks unless they tell me. I don't like to guess it's frustrating and immature to be honest, but I need to be dad. If you want me to be, that's why I'm here. That's why we got together. That's why we're trying to build this family you know, so it's not always one-sided, you know, I I think a lot of it, a lot of people don't think that men want the same thing that that dads or guys, you know, um, parents, fathers want the same thing as as women or the other parent or partner wants. I think a lot of us are just as committed and, and dedicated and focused on our family and our children and That a lot of people don't give us the respect for. Or the regard. Honestly. I mean I I know so many dads. That are way better parents. And. Get treated like shit. And I also know a lot of. Women. A lot of friends of mine. Who have. Baby daddies. That are worthless pieces of shit. And they get away with so much. And the men who want to be there and want to be dads just get shit on. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame that good dads get treated like bad parents. It's a shame that the system's built the way it is to keep good dads from being parents. And it's a shame that, I will say this, it is a shame that so many women have done this out of, spite out, out of feeling that that something is owed i don't i don't get it i didn't have any part in that i didn't do it don't blame me for what everyone else did you know these cases aren't taken uh uh one uh, one by one or you know individually like this this all gets lumped together uh, so it needs to change overall because you know the fact that I know more good dads and good moms when I know four times as many women says something. So I think that will be it for this one, guys and gals and other in between. We will try to get this sorted out on our schedule. Um, Next week, we will post. Uh, feel free to shoot some messages, uh, emails, whatnot, comments. Give me any advice, tips, or whatnot you would like to suggest, any topics you want to hear about, anything you're curious of uh, my opinion on. Uh, yeah, just shoot me some messages. I, I want to get some good dialogue going, all you dads out there. You know, this is just an opinion. uh Again, you know, not really advice, just kind of sharing some stories and and letting everybody have, have a voice here, you know. So that is all. My name is Lee, and Dad's what he said.